We're outside the travel agency, a cannabis store that's got everyone buzzing. I've been to dispensaries all over the United States, but I've never seen one this unique. So nice. Amazing vibe. Some of the best customer service I've had in a store. Blows my expectations out of the water. Come down to the travel agency and see for yourself. For use only by adults age 21 and older. Keep out of reach of children and pets. In case of accidental ingestion or overconsumption, contact the National Poison Control Center. Consume responsibly. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. How are you supposed to navigate this? As an honest kid. I'm just curious. Service jobs are priced according to the flat rate book which has the times it takes to perform each repair or service procedure. For instance, an oil change change takes 0.3 hours, according to this book. The mechanics, however, try to beat these times to make more money for doing less work. Unfortunately, that incentivizes speed and overselling, which to me is a built-in problem with most service departments. Speed kills when it comes to mechanical issues. I just had this conversation with my son. You get paid to work on a car. You get paid to fix a car. That's what you do. Someone's in your face about how slow you are. Fuck off. You pay me to fix it. I fix it. If it takes one hour, it takes an hour. If it takes three, it takes three. I do it, and I get it right. If you can only charge for one hour of my two hours, that's your problem. That's a you problem. Do it right. Every time. There was a mechanic at one of the places I worked. 
who had created this contraption that actually sucked the oil out of the engine rather than letting it drain out. He could change oil in three minutes and get paid for the flat 18-minute rate. The guy probably made more money than anyone else in the dealership except the owner. Dangers of upselling. Let's say that someone comes into the dealership for a simple oil change. They immediately become a target for the service department to upsell them as much additional work as possible. You know, you can see women getting played on this. First of all, the advisor will ask how many miles are on the car. If there is close to, for example, 20,000 miles, they will say, well, you're just about ready for your 20,000-mile service. Here's what we recommend. They then whip out a sheet with a laundry list of services that are offered for a package price. But if you look at what is actually done to the car, it's just inspections of fluids, checks and fills. When you start getting more miles, the service writer will say, we're going to do all services recommended for the mileage, but we'll also check for other problems. So you agree to a full inspection which is one of the biggest scams. Later in the day, the service writer will call and say, everything looks okay, but we recommend you do some other work. Transmission fluid, air conditioning, differential fluid. <laughs> differential fluid. Unbelievable. By the way, most manufacturers don't recommend ever changing the diff fluid. <laughs> That's why I laughed. So you go in for an oil change and you end up dropping $1,000. Dealerships don't profit on extensive operations like replacing engine blocks, transmissions, or other large components. They require expensive parts, and the mechanics take longer to finish them. So you pay a lot for these smaller operations. The service department doesn't make much off of the big ones. With the smaller operations, on the other hand, you don't pay as much, but... They're making a very high percentage of profit. In one case, I looked at the dealer-recommended services and compared it to the owner's manual. It had almost double the service frequency from the manual. That's true of parts, too. The prices of most parts you buy through a dealership are double. You should ask your mechanic or your service advisor, is there any problem if you're going to a dealership, and many people do, is there any problem if I bring my own parts? People bring their own tires. Can I bring my own parts? Two frequent brake jobs. Now, I'm reading this to you because you're getting played out there. You might not even recognize it. In my experience, some service advisors recommend brake jobs that aren't even necessary. Some also recommend turning the rotors on the brakes when it's not really called for. Turning the rotor involves putting the disc part of the brake, the rotor, on a lathe and cutting a thin layer of metal off to make the surface flat. Garages typically charge $50 to turn each rotor. Now, unless you're evil Knievel, you have four rotors. <laughs> However, it's not always necessary to even turn the rotor. Turning makes the rotors thinner, which could eventually lead to warping. My opinion is that unless a rotor is gouged, you should not let a shop automatically turn it. 
The new brake pads will adapt to the grooves in the rotor within 20 miles of driving. To be fair, some service advisors automatically recommend rotor turning because it solves a potential problem for them. The customer doesn't come back to complain about the brakes that squeak, which is what happens when new pads adapt to the rotors. But again, this is me saying this. It's only for a few miles. Still, it's also and always a good idea to discuss why rotors need to be turned before you pay for such a service. Most brake pads come with a small metal strip buried under the brake pad called the wear indicator. When the brake pad wears down to about 15% of its thickness, the metal contacts the rotor and causes the brakes to screech when you hit them. That's when it's time to change your brakes. There have been cases in which unscrupulous mechanics have bent these strips so they start squeaking sooner. Another scam is to spray oil on the shock absorber so it looks like there's a leak in the hydraulic fluid. Meaning your shock should be changed. While only devious mechanics would use such tactics to get extra work, I mentioned them here. So you can be on the lookout. Tips from an insider here, folks. Scams are afoot. Scams are about. And to me, upselling is a scam. I am on your side. Service departments take advantage of the fact that there's not much as mistrust of them as there is of car salesmen. They play the role of I'm on your side, the friendly mechanic. Often they have some mechanical experience, but actually their strong suit is that they have good public relations skills. Their job is to be a counselor to the customer to tell them what they need and what they don't need, even if they don't need it. I didn't play this game, and sometimes I got in trouble because I wouldn't sell enough. The service manager would call a meeting and tell the writers, you made this much, but you have to make more. They wanted us to boost profit so that they themselves would get a bonus. It was always, you're not selling enough. Get out there and really do it. My response was, I'm not going to sell this stuff to people who don't need it. And then they said, what do you mean, need it? It's not going to hurt them to change their oil more often, and it'll help us. Some customers actually perceived that I did less selling and preferred to go to me for work. At one dealership I worked at, the idea was to go after the wealthy guys, which there were plenty of in that area. But there were also poor customers. Sometimes people would say, I want you to be honest with me about what I really need. And we would eventually build relationships and they'd come back even after the warranty was up. After a while, when you build loyalty, you get returning customers. So my argument to the dealer was that if you kept trying to upsell the customers, they wouldn't return after their warranty expired. I think the dealers are starting to recognize that. Some. But part of their response is to sell more extended warranties. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, I would say is definitely a scam. We've seen this. It's basically an insurance company betting that your car won't break down. These tips from an insider. 
I tell people to read the owner's manual before you go see the dealer or to go online, online chat and share the knowledge of other owners. There are websites and forums. Edmunds.com, for example, are filled with information about maintenance. Also, it helps to do a visual inspection of your car. You don't have to be mechanically minded. Just look to see if the oil is dirty or not. Right, if it's brown, light brown, you're good to go. If it's dark, it's dirty. But the most important thing, don't trust the dealer's recommended mileages. Use the manuf- manufacturer's guidelines in the manual. Now, this is me speaking. Who in their right fucking mind, if you bought a car at a dealership and you took it in for service, who in their right mind would think that the dealer would say something different than the manufacturer of the car? That's what we're saying. It is different. Again, most important thing, don't trust the dealer's recommended mileages. Use the manufacturer's guidelines in the manual. This is probably the best way to deflect the service guys when they try to upsell you. Take your book with you or copy that page in the manual, hand it to the service advisor, say, here's what I want you to do. My trick with service managers is to go in and find the oldest one you see because he survived by building up a base of loyal customers. Then I say, oh, yeah, I think I dealt with him last time I was here. I'll talk with him. The other thing is to remember... The service advisors are wary of customers who look like they know what they're doing. So take some time to learn a little bit about your car. You might find it interesting, and it will definitely save you money the next time you go in for service. Rock and roll. Is this a place anymore for an honest young man or an honest young lady? Can they navigate such a corrupt society, whether it's in the auto field, the medical field, law enforcement field? Has it gone uh, so rife and ripe with corruption that there is no place for honesty, that honest people now are the outcasts? People who tell you about, hey, don't put that poison in your body. It could be dangerous. Outcast. Hey, don't get that service for your car. You don't need it. Outcast. Hey, I don't want to pedal your service parts because people don't need it. Outcast. (laughs) What has happened here is truly stunning. really is. It's enough to make you drink, folks. I'm drowning in a whiskey river Bathing my memory mind in the wetness of its soul 
I feel, you know, we have a... Well, the young bucks who worked on this show have been fucking aces. Raised so well and so balanced. It's tough out there. You know, and they find find it hard also to navigate, you know, the romantic situations because there's so much deceit. No one seems to be telling the truth a lot of cases. If you find yourself an honest woman out there, or you're a dude and you find yourself an honest woman, of course, or you're a chick and you find yourself an honest dude, and you have some small differences, you might want to look past small differences because you found something you can anchor to. Honesty goes a long way today's day and age. (sighs) What's important in life? Something I've thought about Really so much in the last week. I told the Young Bucks to put some stuff together. And we talked about this honesty stuff here today. And uh, If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. About attitude and what matters in life and honesty and not... Not having problems sleeping at night and not having things on your conscience about harming people. Even things that seem harmless, like, oh, let's upsell people. You know, I think about my mom in that situation. My mom had a Honda. It's a pretty good car. We all pitched in and bought it for her. We made the payments on it. She was always driving shitty cars. And she took it to a place, a dealership, and they fucking... Ran her over the coals, and I happened to be home from somewhere. I just got back from somewhere overseas. I don't know where the fuck I was. Who knows? It all runs together. But I know I was out of the country. I came back, and she said, can you come down here? I'm having a problem at the dealership. I said, what kind of problem? That's why this shit bothers me. Well, I took it in for service, and they did this, and they said they did this, a timing belt and all this stuff. And they charged me like 900 bucks and all this stuff. I said, I said, Mom, how much money you got in your fucking bank account? She said, well, I'm like negative now, like 17 bucks. Something like that. I said, what? She's like, that's all the money I had. I said, all right. So I was in North Jersey. I zipped down there. It's no easy zip, right? I mean, it's not the end of the world. It's nice drive to go see your mom. And your old friends. I go down there. I think they did the timing belt, and that's about it. Now, this is a way back. Maybe they did the timing belt. How the fuck do you know, right? I went down to the dealership. And I got in the guy's face. I'm like, what are you doing? She didn't need all this other stuff. And I said, where's the information on the timing belt? If you replace the timing belt, 
What's the part? I just want to know what you put in the car. You paid for it, right? This is another trick, these. Even folks that come to your house and do work, too, right? Oh, we're going to put in a new pump. How the fuck would you know whether they put in a new pump or not? <laughs> you ask for the manual with the pump. What kind of timing belt did you put in? Where's the proof that you put a timing belt in the car? They ended up giving her all of her money back. And they didn't even fucking balk. They're like, yeah, I can understand what this is. It's like, fuck, man. There's a cat here calling us on the carpet. So we're going to give her a full refund. Now, back then, there wasn't any credit cards and all this stuff. You had to write a check or you had to bring in cash. My mom certainly didn't have a credit card at that point. So they said, we're gonna, they're going to send her a check. There's no check. In other words, they're saying, this cat came in and we'll see if we can placate him. See if we can placate him. We're not going to send a check. No check. One week, two weeks. My mom is not confrontational. And she works. So I got to go back down there. Now I'm hot. So I go in there. I'm like, where is this fucking guy at? Oh, he's not here. Where is he? He's at lunch. Where's he eating lunch at? <laughs> is he here? No, he went out for lunch. He went home. Oh, big mistake. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? <laughs> I said, oh, we went to lunch, huh? Now, he knew I was coming to fuck down there. Because I talked to him on the phone. Now he's not there at the time he's supposed to be there. He's fucking dodging me. So we go to his house. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. Because we can find you anywhere. Where's my mom's check? So the people, okay, that we just read about. Oh, it doesn't harm them. The fuck it doesn't. For somebody who has no money. And don't forget. If you're paying $1,100 in rent. And you just spent 900 of that money. On car fucking parts you didn't need. It's kind of a big deal. Because you're not going to be able to make ends meet. And some asshole who owns a fucking car dealership. Just made another killing. So it is a big deal to me. It should be a big deal to many people. But you know what? It's just like, well, it's okay. We're not hurting anybody. I mean, it's just like corruption now. It's just it's just widespread. It's just, well, Pfizer and Moderna didn't know they were hurting people. Yes, they did. <laughs> They're the one who mixed up the poison that they didn't test. Or maybe it was tested and they wanted to harm people. I mean, there's so many different scenarios we talked about. So what's important in life? Are we going to talk about politics tonight? I don't think so. I'm just not in the mood. I mean, there's a couple things we talked about. You know what? We'll do that tomorrow. And we have Marie Albanese on Friday. And there are bigger things in life, right? And it is the holiday season. And I've newfound perspective on these things. 
from the school of hard knocks. What's the secret to living a full life? What's the secret to happiness? Of course, it's going to vary. Interesting surveys that are done, and uh, we looked at a lot of research. The Young Bucks looked at a lot of research. Millions of people around the world. We looked at a lot of these things, and we compiled a list of different things. So if you add up all the surveys that we looked at, it's about 3 million people around the world. And we can break things down by country if you want to get crazy. What's the key to a full life? When I was growing up, I thought that you like break your ass and then one day you get older and you retire. And then, and then when you, you retire, you'll finally fucking have peace and happiness. The problem in this country is you're too fucking tired by the time that happens. You're too busy paying down fucking debt, paying down fucking taxes. That your uh, childhood dream of happiness, fantasy life, is not attainable because your fucking health and you're so wore down by the process. You couldn't enjoy Much else than sitting around watching television. You're so fucking tired of the rat race. Well, after chasing and running in the rat race for a long time, there's no, I don't see any magic happy carnival at the end of the fucking trek. And like I said, do you have the energy to enjoy it anyhow? And do you have the money to enjoy it? Do you have the time to enjoy it? So you need to find happiness right fucking now as best as you can. Because now, it's all the time you might have. We'll put all this stuff together for this show. Breaks down unanimously around the globe. Family is the key to a full life. Now, that could be blood. That can be your extended family. Family. People, community, specifically family. Barriers to spending time with family. Money. That's what's going on. So there you have, as Jackson Brown calls it, (laughs) the struggle for the legal tender. Some of the questions that have been asked to people in different surveys, what's the one thing that makes you feel the most fulfilled? Uh, Overwhelmingly, we'll get to that. On a scale of 1 to 100, with 1 being not at all living fully and 100 being living fully, how would you rate yourself? Other What is this song? (laughs) I like it. Oh, you dropped a bomb on me, the Gap Band. Well, maybe I'm about to drop a bomb on you. Maybe you should be thinking about this stuff. You know, maybe we slow things the fuck down. And we start thinking about these things. Third question, think of a person who you believe is living fully. Why do you think their life is going so well? 
Fourth question, what keeps you from living your life fully? Now, this was from a... This is from a... Very interesting. 2016 survey of folks with heart problems. More than 32% of respondents said the number one key to a full life is family. Followed by success, 12% giving to others, 8% in health, 7%. 23% of respondents said that attitude matters. The number one reason people believe others are living full lives was their attitude. Other key drivers were money, 16%, health, 11%, family, 10%. Now, this was done before the scamdemic. Perhaps these answers have changed slightly. People said money, 44%, is the top barrier to living a full life, followed by time, 33%, work, 20%, and priorities, 17%. Uh, so if money is the top barrier and work is the top barrier, so you take that 44 plus 2066, priorities with 17%, we'll take 10% of that, and 76%. comes down to money as a top barrier to living a full life. We here at the Thomas Paine Podcast have figured out a life hack. Move to somewhere that's more economical, where you can take the weight off you and live an equal or better life by doing nothing. <laughs> Changing nothing. Just going somewhere where things are better. More economical. Maybe you pick up and move somewhere and things are 40% less than where you were. That's a big boost. Think about that. Things to think about. On a scale from 1 to 100, rating how fulfilled we are, the overall global median was 68. 